live from Casa de Monte Cristo in Nashville, it's Brianna and Marcus, and this is Smoking Section. Here we are. This is going to be great. This is a new season, new duo, new episode. New everything, New man. everything. <laughs> new world new right world now. New world <laughs> Everything is so different it's right now. It's a whole new world. <laughs> it is. I'm going to uh, do the honors of introducing my fabulous. Ooh. Fabulous. I don't Ooh. use that word very much. Ooh, I like that you like word. That? You like that word? I like, like that, that word, word, Marcus. My fabulous. Mm. And if you could see her gorgeous, mm. flicking her hair. Mm. Mm. <laughs> making my day you just keep it coming honey <laughs> flicking her hair <laughs> can sing her ass off oh thanks badass producer thanks brianna tyson well you, you want to know something funny what's that it's it's actually brianna oh shit you're right it is brianna <laughs> everybody calls me brianna See, that's why. See what I did there? You see what I did there? I did it on yes. purpose so everyone knows how to properly pronounce there that There we shit. go. Thank you for that. I appreciate the consideration. It's not, it's not Brianna. It's Brianna, guys. It's Brianna. Or Brie. Honestly, Brie works, gonna, I'm just going to call her Brie. Yeah, Brie works. Here's the funny part about it. The funny part about it this is that I've known you since you were 19, and I've been calling yeah. you Brianna since you were 19. And I don't think I've ever corrected you Never. until this very moment. Never. <laughs> Just, just, just go ahead and correct me like, live on the podcast right now. Let's just go. Uh, you know, I figured I figured it'd be best if everyone knew my actual name. One person versus hundreds. Versus you hundreds, know. you know. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. Mm, Marcus, how are you, dude? I am doing. Uh, I'm doing fantastic. I started a new gig. Yeah. Uh, but you're doing a lot of working on a lot of rebranding in between the breaks of the season. Nice, nice. For this whole of uh, in career wise and wow. podcast wise. Look at you. Life's a lot happier now. Wow. And 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm not saying that like busting one chops or anything like that. Yeah, I, yeah. Life is just a lot happier in spite of everything that's going on in the world. Mm, mm. The time that I've had in quarantine and by my like being able to just hang with me and my dog and yeah. just reevaluate life. Yeah. Makes it a whole like I've like have a whole new lease of life and like I love that motivation. You know, yeah. I'm, ref I'm refreshed. Good man. The one thing that came from COVID is that Marcus is refreshed. Yes, refreshed and ready to go. You know, you just you you got you got that that glow. Especially oh. from the lighting behind you. It's I know, just right? It's like <laughs> angelic over here. Hello, Marcus like is angel. ready. Yes, it's like you an are. Angel. You are an angel. Amazing. I'm actually thinking about getting a little ring light. That would be oh, nice. You, you know what? Maybe I should get one of those. Ooh, that's actually a good idea because God knows how long this pandemic is going to last. You ain't wrong. Someone asked me last night. Someone said to me last night, I just want to hug you. And I'm like, well, you can hug me when this quarantine is over. Yeah, no, 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 well, no, no. What is that going to be? I have no <laughs> yeah. idea. I haven't even been able to hug my own mother. Yeah, because because you're a high, you're a high risk, and I'm she's high, high risk. risk. She's high risk, and like right now, since everything's been just blowing up here in Tennessee, we are isolating from each other. I've not seen my sister. I've not seen any either of my parents. They've not seen me. It's been kind of crazy. It's it's nuts. 
Yeah. Wow. We were we were like we thought things were getting better for a little while. So for Father's Day, we went to the lake and all this fun stuff. And then all of a sudden, we had like over two thousand cases in one day, and we're like. <laughs> We're going to stay home again. We're going back to uh, phase zero in, in our households. I, yeah, I, uh, I, was, uh, I went to, I did a pontoon for 4th of July mm-hmm. and decided that I was going to quarantine myself um, for two weeks or just be around. Or if I'm, go- if I'm going to go somewhere or if I'm going to be around somebody that I know that they, you know, are, are negative. Yeah. With their testing, so yeah, I've been and you know this. I've been pretty responsible, yeah, through, throughout this whole thing. You have more <laughs> than most, more than most. I've been pretty responsible. The biggest thing I did was the Fourth of July thing. Yeah, that was that was the biggest thing I did. Which I, I wish I could have been there for that. I, I am so oh, jealous. You, you missed out on a lot of fun. I actually didn't even get a tan. Oh, I did, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I was gonna say something. I was gonna say something. You're yeah. using that tannin oil again, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I can't tan, dude. Yeah, no, no, I know you can't tan. I'm albino. You can't tan, but you can definitely chug a Smirnoff. Oh, God, let's not talk about that. <laughs> this man shows up at my house. He's like, oh, I have a surprise for you. I have a gift for you. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so sweet. This was kind of towards the beginning of quarantine, and I was lonely. And so he shows up in his car, and he just gives me this little this little gift, and he iced me. <laughs> it, 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 was like, it was like noon. It was. On a Tuesday. Like what? It was. it was. It was just in the middle of the day, and here I am in my front lawn, taking a knee and chugging a Smirnoff ice in the middle of Green Hills. That was also the day that I actually <laughs> be the be the co-host of the podcast. That's <laughs> so true. Wow. Well, I guess, the, and if you bring it up like that, then it's warranted. It, it's warranted. Warranted. It was, it was a celebration. It was a celebration. There we go. There we go. So let's talk about your background here, girl. Yeah. What do you want to know? Listen, I don't say this about a lot of people, but <laughs> I don't. I don't. I remember when I first met you, I was calling you the next Carrie Underwood because your vocals and I've told I've told people this. Your vocals are just as good, if not better, depending on the day with Carrie, if not better. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. kidding. We should have her on the podcast. She (laughs) would love it. If she hears that part, she's not coming (laughs) on the podcast. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I love this already. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but I called you to, I, like, if not if not better than Carrie Underwood, because your vocals at 19 were just so, so raw and so. Stop. Um, basically, she can say anything that Stop. she can, she wants. This, no. this chick can sing the alphabet backwards. <laughs> And make it sound good. I, I didn't even say oh. fours. I said backwards. The alphabet oh is backwards. And make it sound good. Wow. Thank you, Marcus. That's yeah. really, 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 really amazing of you to say. You know, it's been a it's been a weird journey for me in this music industry, you know, and hearing people talk about me and what I do like you do. I appreciate that a lot because it's been a lot of ups and downs and some crazy shit. You know about some of it. That's an understatement. Bro. That's an understatement for sure. Yeah. That's an understatement for sure. Yeah. So, so, uh, you, you did, you did American Idol. Yeah. That was a, (laughs) 
That was a time. Talk about that experience with American Oh, Idol. man. You know what? Speaking completely candidly, I have yeah. zero, zero respect for, for those shows uh, since that experience because of the fact that everything was so, I mean, I mean, ultimately it is a TV show. It's not a talent competition. It is a TV show with some talent in it. And they sabotaged a lot of things in my group. Oh, this is a fun fact. I was the girl who was crying hysterically during Hollywood week before every commercial break. What? Oh yeah. That was me. That was me. It was like the coming up. That my face, bright red, tears red. I'm so sorry, mom. It was Horrific. Billy Gilman, who's like been the love of my life since I was like seven, actually texted me and was like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, just keep your chin up. And I was so mortified. I was like, oh, no! my God. Oh, yeah. So th it was honestly one of the worst experiences ever, mostly because of the fact that I realized in that moment that it had nothing to do with how talented you were how good you were. Ooh, you guys are going to get some tea on this podcast with me on here. I'm just going to let you know right now. I'm just letting you know we are going to out some people and some organizations. Oh, boy. So um, my season, there were three girls. I'm not going to name any names, but I was one of them. And we all had stars on the top of our golden tickets. And nobody else did. And then there were three guys that all had stars on the top of their golden tickets. All of the girls were that powerhouse country belty girl. So they had a casting type from day one that they wanted. Because I would literally would go around to other people like, do you have a, what's the star? Do you have a star? And they'd be like, nope, I don't have a star. And then I met a couple other people that had the star. And I was like, interesting. And it's funny how... Two of the people who had stars were the top two at the end of the season. So, so, so you're telling me that it, it sounds like you're telling me that it's 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 basically rigged. It's absolutely rigged. We had to sign a contract that says, regardless of the American voting, you know, American Idol has the um, right to change and or alter any final voting numbers. Wow. Oh yeah, it's in our contract. Wow. It's in our contract, dude. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. I have no respect for those things because it's it's they hurt people in the process and they just kind of don't really care. Your cattle, they're just pushing you around everywhere trying to start drama to, you know, get ratings. Now, do you think that that experience, even though it's a horrible experience at such a young age, did that experience basically toughen you up? Absolutely. It definitely toughened me up and it made me realize like that I wanted to gain success organically and in a in a very real way, like by working hard and, and all that stuff. And I did make friends that I still talk to to this day. Right. Um, actually, my good friend Zach Woodward, I met at one of the auditions and he is uh, on 107.5 The River. He's one of the, the hosts. That's right. That's I love right. him. And I literally met him at an audition for Idol. And so and I'm still friends with him and I love him. It was so it was so fun. We me, him and my friend Kenzie Lewis. Shout out to Kenzie. She's also an amazing singer. Um, we all just like hung out during this audition in this parking lot. <laughs> I love Zach. Zach's amazing. Zach I, I is the I, best. I, yeah, I love Zach. I don't know yeah. Kenzie, but I, I definitely love Zach. Yeah. Zach is, uh, he's definitely someone that you have to be around. Yes. 
to one understand him but two yeah like if you you need a good laugh yeah you need to be around him oh absolutely just the way it is we had i mean i had so much fun with him and like even after so he (laughs) when the nashville season finale came Mm -hmm. and um like spoiler alert guys if you haven't watched it in three years uh reina died and then um all of the stuff happened with Juliet's plane going down and I was very invested at this point so I posted a video on Instagram of me bawling and crying and saying what just happened and he put it on the radio for everyone to hear that listens to 1075 the river and uh, he didn't say my name, luckily. He just goes, yeah, this girl's reaction to the season finale. And he texted me. He's like, hey, listen to the radio real quick. <laughs> I was like, no. But uh, he's hilarious. He's great. So yeah. let's fast forward. Yes. Um, because over, over, over this season, we're going to definitely get to, get to learn more about you. Yeah. Uh, learn more about me because I, in the last two seasons, I really haven't allowed people to get to, get to know me, I've kind of kept mm. private. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've kind of kept private. Uh, um, not I no more. Been, yeah, not no more. I haven't been, the, I've always been the person who's like, I've kind of like, okay, my, my my business and career life is completely separate from my personal life. But then, and, but then I always tell artists, why don't you let people in? Yeah. So I can't expect people to come on the podcast and let people no. in and not me let anyone in. Exactly. <laughs> no, you have to. You absolutely have to. I'm a huge advocate of that. Like, yeah. people love to know you yeah you know as a person not yeah. just necessarily about your music or yeah. anything like that it's exactly. just to know you yeah um so let's talk about um what you're doing currently which is you are you have transitioned not fully but you're because you're still singing still making yes. your own music yeah but you have transitioned from singer songwriter to now you are a producer mm-hmm. and recently released your first single that basically had your hands on everything of the song. Basically. Yeah, I did all of it, except for I, I, I co-wrote it with my right. two friends, Corey right. Hunt and Andrew Van Etten. Um, but the production was all me. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the need to do a hair flip. If you, yeah, if you guys can see this, this is what you'll probably see. There's going to be uh, clips of hair flips, basically. There's going to need to be, at the end of the season, someone's going to make a, like, hair flip montage. I just know it because I gonna just. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Gosh, it's just, I, I just, I can't. I can't. I can't not. Here's the deal. There's no, like, there are a couple. My girl, Alex Klein, y'all, she's a great female producer, and I do a lot of work with her. Um, but uh, there's very few, very few female producers in the world. I saw something like 98%. Don't quote me on that, but that's, I think what I remember seeing, 98% of the producers worldwide are male. And so it was really exciting for me to put out something that was like, hey, I produced this, I played this, I mixed this, I mastered this, I sang this, I wrote this, I did everything. And um, I didn't try and make a huge deal out of it. And it's not, you guys will get to know throughout the season, like my artist career is something that's just been very up and down. And um, 
I'm doing it now because I love it and not because I'm trying to get a bunch of streams or be famous or anything like that. I'm doing it because finally for the first time in my life, I'm just loving music. So it was really fun to be able to put out something that was just really kind of just a passion project. I didn't even do it with the intention of releasing Which it. Which is crazy because it, it ended up being well received, at least from what I, at least from no, what it, I can it, tell. It really was. It was well received. It was it was well done. Thank you. Um, I was I was very because because it's no longer country. You're no longer country. You're you're an R and B yeah. artist. Yeah. You're no longer country. So it's yeah. like, um, uh, so to hear it hear your vocals in a different manner than what I would normally expect mm -hmm. was, was, um, and to hear how, what I, this is what I'm telling you. When I tell you how good she is with her vocals, guys, <laughs> she literally has gone from country to R and B seamlessly. Oh my gosh. Stop. Stop. Like, and they're cousins. The genres are cousins, but seamless, like seamlessly, like there was no era made. Like, thank you. I appreciate you, that. And just wait till you hear the next one. The next one's even like, dude, it's even further. Like you, you're, you're, you're going to be like, holy crap. What ooh. just happened? It's so different. It's ooh. so different from anything that I've ever put out, but I want to keep putting out. I have a couple country songs that I love because I grew up singing that. I want to put those out too. Here's my question that I always ask people. When you go through your Spotify playlists and libraries and the things that you listen to, do you listen to one genre? Because I sure as hell don't. Exactly. So why, as a creator, should I be forced to create one thing for the entirety of my career? You know, I'm really loving you as a co-host already. <laughs> I'm really loving this. I love it so much. I knew it was going to be good. This dude. is going to be good. Yeah, gonna it's going to be fantastic. So I'm going to throw out a little, fa little known fact that I feel like everyone should know. Yeah. Um, when I when I first started this podcast, there was originally three of us. There was. There was me, Brianna, and Dwayne. Mm -hmm. um, however, what a lot of people don't realize when I came to them with this idea, I did not have a name for the podcast. Mm, you did not. I did not have a name you for the did podcast. Not. Who? And who had a name? Who who had a name? Who had the name for the podcast? I don't know. I, I don't recall. <sighs> Brianna. <laughs> I was gonna say Brittany. Something. Brittany, some Brianna Tyson <laughs> had the name as we're sitting there eating breakfast. Yes, I do remember this. And she said, well, "Why don't you name? Why don't you just call it Smoking Section Podcast?" And I'm like. That's a cool name, but I feel like someone is going to have that name already. Ain't nobody had it. Ain't, ain't nobody had it. Ain't nobody had it. <laughs> so that day, went and bought the domain and everything. It was like, there we oh. go. There we go. All right. So there's a little known fact. So we're, we're going to touch on a subject that I know that you've been wanting to touch on, that we're going to touch on this this, this season as well. Yeah. Um, with, with some artists we're going to bring in. Yeah. Um, and that is the female struggles of the music industry. Oh, how much time do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I know that everybody wants to like, you know, talk about, oh, they're not getting played on radio and things like it's that. It's so much more than but that. It, it, there's, there's a whole lot more in a deeper issue. Mm -hmm. And not, and this is not just country music. This is just the music industry in general. Yeah. Uh, there's a whole, there's a deeper issue than not getting radio airplay. Yeah. 
it's it's equivalent to for for me it's equivalent to the female struggles are equivalent to an African American or a black person mm. Mm. struggles in society. Mm. I think I think I think I wouldn't say it's not, not that. Full, not fully, not no, fully. No. But I but on a smaller scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not 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 over like not the whole picture, but on a smaller scale. Definitely. In a smaller picture, I feel like female struggles in the music industry is it can be equivalent to what a black person could go through or try yeah. you know in a certain industry yeah. or in society. I absolutely agree with you. It's it's a weird thing because I mean, I remember I I had a phase where I was like, you know what, I'm going to do the L.A. thing. And I went to L.A. for a little while. And I mean, <laughs> I remember someone who uh, was interested in working with me. Again, not going to name any names, although I would love to. <laughs> I would. Um, I literally sent them my music and they loved it. But then they asked me for my body measurements. Not joking. I was asked for... Body measurements. They ask for your body measurements. Yes. And they would ask how I would describe my body type for this manager um, who was interested in working with me, who was a big manager and uh, was asked, yeah, I was asked for my dimensions and how I would describe my body. And so it's things like that, that a man would never be asked. Nobody's going to be like, hey, how do you look in a tank top? Like, it, 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 men don't have that same thing. They could have tattoos and crazy stuff all over their bodies. They could gain weight. They could look like they haven't showered in two months. And it doesn't haven't. matter because they haven't, exactly. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. For a woman, it absolutely matters. In fact, I think it matters more than the actual content that they're putting out, period. If you look good, it doesn't matter how... You know, your music sounds. Do you think that that's going to ever change? Uh, to be completely honest, no. I, I Not in my lifetime. I don't think it's going to change. I think we are just like the, you know, the fight on like racial equality and everything. We're getting closer. But I don't I don't believe I will see in my lifetime um, a day when women in the country music industry or really in any industry are treated fully as equals. There might be some exceptions and that's what I realized. There are some exceptions. There are some women who are regarded very highly and who are treated as equals. There's women in, you know, the head of different companies and, and everything like that. However, women as a whole, I walk in to a place. I, I used to have blonde hair and I would walk in and they would, you know, shoot me out the door because they're like, oh, we already have a blonde. Wouldn't listen to anything that I have. It's like, okay, well, you already have, you know, 27 guys that wear affliction jeans too, but like, I'm not complaining. You know, it's, it's, it's a very strange thing. I literally lost a publishing deal because they already had another girl with blonde hair. In a, in, a, in a publishing house. They're like, yeah, we already have a blonde who's kind of doing the country thing. So it's it's a very it's it's a very deep hole that they've dug for females that I think will take a very long time. And it will take men like you and, and people who are in the industry to really rally around these women and when they see this kind of behavior to be like, no, dude. That's not cool, you know, but it's it's going to take everybody getting on board, just like with racial equality. It's going to take every single human being getting on board to eradicate it. What what do you think? 
so you so you just you, you actually answered my follow up question mm. which was what what needs to happen yeah in order to I think yeah. I also think and I think I mentioned to somebody before I think that um <clears throat> excuse me I think that it's going to take a lot of the bigger guys yes yes to who, who to step up I get that it, you know and, and I and I get looking over your career and trying not to piss anybody off because yeah. to sabotage your own career just by being vocal. Yeah. I get that completely. Um, but I feel like people need to understand <clears throat> that I think the ones who are at a point in their life mm. or at a point in their career where whatever they say, mm -hmm. it's not going to hinder their career. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's people like that yeah, who should exactly. say something. It's the Tim, it's the Tim McGraws. It's the Kenny Chesney's. It's it's the it's the Jason at this point. It's the Aldeans. Yeah. It's the Luke Bryans. It's yeah. the FGLs because as of right now, they are so successful right now that no matter what they say, mm -hmm. their ticket sales are not going to decline. Yeah, it's true. Well, I mean, even like even in the case of Jason Aldean, he had a whole big scandal right. with you know his cheating on his wife and all of that fun stuff, right. and he still has just as big of a career. Right. As he had before. So but it if just, that was a female. <laughs> they, they, I mean, the like equal situation, a man versus a woman and the man gets off scotch free, Scott, scotch free, whatever it is. And uh, the woman just gets ridiculed or careers completely demolished, like with Dixie Chicks, yeah. you know. It's, yeah. it's absurd. And but yeah, I think that's the way to fix it is to have everyone rally around women and be like and that's the way that and that's the way the racial injustice is getting fixed exactly exactly let's be real here the are like the aubrey thing mm -hmm. if if everyone didn't rally around that do we really think that those men would have got arrested no probably abs not. absolutely not probably not absolutely but everyone rallied not. around it yeah exactly and everyone rallied around the george floyd yeah and people still need to rally around brianna taylor and yes. get those men put in jail exactly. um, but that's another discussion that's for another, another day discussion um but no i but i i it's just amazing to me that one one fuck up mm -hmm. for a female mm -hmm. can can be career suicide absolutely as opposed to a man having multiple fuck ups and, and be, be like, yeah, he's just a guy. He's just a guy. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah. It's it's very fucked up. And it's something that, honestly, so I've been in the music industry since I was, gosh, I don't even, dude, I, my first public performance, I was 12 years old, and I sang the national anthem at the Lakers game. That was my first big public performance at 12. And I had did my first, like, album two years prior to that when I was 10. Like, I've been doing this my entire life. And something that I've had ingrained in me from childhood, from, you know, everyone was just, you know, sit down, shut up and just sing. And it's like, you know, even talking about my mental health, I, like if, if anyone goes on my social media, I, like any normal human being, have had struggles with mental health. And that has been so taboo to talk about, especially if you're an artist, like you don't want to like show the people that you're anything other than perfect from the time we are young. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know how it is for a man, but we're taught to just appear like 
everything's great. I used to tease my hair up to, you know, Jesus himself. And I, I really did. She Thank did. God those days are over. <laughs> Holy cow. Wow. I put on makeup today and I put on more than I normally do. And I'm just like, oh God, who is she? But, you know, it's just we are trained to be perfect and to show no weakness and to say nothing wrong because if we do we can get ridiculed for it and that's the reason why i created this podcast was that this gives people the avenue to to show people that these artists if male and female are not are not like you're not made of steel they're not no like they're not they're human beings at the same time yeah. Allow them to be weak. Allow them to be vulnerable and yeah. to open up to you guys and show a different side of them that you won't see on the road. Exactly. Exactly. And that's one thing, too, that like I'm really excited to come on and be a part of this because, you know, anybody can do a podcast and just ask some stuff about their career. How's your new single going? How's your tour? Blah, 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 blah. But what I would love to come in and do is be like, how are you? Right. Let's talk about you, not your career. Well, we'll of course, we'll talk about career stuff because right. that's a very important thing that's to very, talk about. Right, right. But there's so much more to life and to artists' lives than just their careers. And so, you know, it's like, let's, let's chat about that, too. Let's right. just be real. Let's be raw. Let's be honest. Like, let's, talk that's what... let's, talk, let's talk about your family. Let's talk yeah. about let's talk about you being homeless and you the yes. struggles that you like. It, it wasn't a straight shot to the top. It wasn't no. a straight shot to get number one hit or no. get a record deal. Like you, exactly. you were homeless. You slept at. I, I'm using if you want to. I'm using Jimmy Allen. You yeah. slept at the YMCA. You slept in your car. Like yeah, you know yeah, there, exactly. There are times where you. These, there are things in these people's lives that they go through that you don't know. Yeah. And it makes you respect them more and yep. understand their art more. It makes them more tangible. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, that's something that as of lately, if, if you've known me since I was in my, I call it my prom queen phase. Yeah. Where I was just like, so extra. And I'd walk on stage. Hey y'all, how you guys doing? Trying to play the part and all this cool, fun stuff. Until I realized that's not me. I actually say some really dumb stuff. And yes, I can sing, but also like I make stupid jokes on stage about Will Smith in the snow. That's actually a really good joke. How do you find Will Smith in the snow? How do you find Will Smith in the snow? You look for the fresh prints. Oh my God. Right? It's so good. And I was like, you know what? I like this joke. I want to tell it to these people one time. And I just kind of realized I could be myself and I wanted to be myself. And people, you're so much more approachable when you are a regular human being as opposed to being this just like intangible, like perfect specimen that has been molded and created by a record company. You know, it's 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 people like Cam. I love her. She to me is that cool, tangible, real thing, she you know? Is, uh, that's funny you said that because I just had a conversation about her with someone the other yeah. day, and it, and, and it was, she's the, that person said the same exact thing yeah. that she said, and it's the truth. She, yeah. she is the most authentic 
singer artist that's out there right exactly. now that I can think of. Yeah. And and that is what we need more of. However, there are people like that, mm-hmm. but the business has to let us in. Mm-hmm. And that is the biggest issue. Cam, she got lucky. You know, she deserves it, but she got lucky. There's so many people that can sing circles around me, and then there's people that can sing circles around the people that can sing circles around me that deserve to be at the top. Don't you give me that look, Marcus. Because I don't know how many people don't that can sing circles stop. around you. Do not give me that look. <laughs> no. But, uh, yeah, it's just, you know, we have to we have to be let in, and I think that's the biggest mm-hmm. thing because women aren't even really getting signed at all. And if they are, they're not getting used. They're not getting used. They're getting shelved. They're getting just, you know, it's, it's, it's just a whole big mess. And also one thing that people have to realize is the country music industry is like still 10 years behind the popular music industry. It's, 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 it goes a very slow pace. And so while we are kind of catching up a little bit, there's still so much work left to do. So we could talk about this for this. This so the whole fe- the whole female thing. Don't worry, we have we do have some female artists coming on. Yes, um, that is going. We're going. This conversation is definitely going to be something we're going to expand on throughout yeah. the season of season three. Yes, season three. Holy season shit! Three. This has been uh, fantastic. This is a. Um, uh, I allotted thirty minutes for this conversation because this is supposed to be just a preview of the season and this has turned into a great uh conversation to get to know brianna tyson yeah thanks dude and and get to know me and and, yeah. and just to know where we're at in life throughout this whole covid and quarantine and yeah. racial injustice and music industry career thing that we all we all love um mm-hmm. it's been great this season we have up the ante on guests. Yes, we have. And I'm not going to take any credit for it, but I'm going to pretend that it's because <laughs> you're like, oh, Brianna Tyson's a host now? We're definitely going to be on it. We're definitely going to be on it. That's definitely. Exactly, that's exactly what happened. We're going to let, <laughs> let Brianna Tyson get her ego up there a little bit. This, uh, this season we have um, Jordan Davis, mm. Tim Nichols, who has written songs that have changed my life. Tim Nichols is part of the reason why I lived in that, why I moved to Asheville and why I got into country music because he wrote Live Like You Were Dying. Oh, that song wrecks me. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Uh, and he also wrote his Carolina Tells California. And mm. then we also Ooh. have, um, we're going to have a deep conversation with Mr. Michael Ray. Ooh. I'm excited um, for this one. There are some things that we are not going to bring up, but there are some things that we are going to bring up. You know, <laughs> you know, I ain't um, going to bring them up directly, and I'm not, and I'm but not, I had some questions. I, I had some questions. Um, and then we should call up my ex-boyfriends that are in the business and then have them on the show. The, oh, Ooh. there is one particular Ooh. ex-boyfriend that I, that I want Ooh. on the show. Ooh, and I, I, know that you, I know that you want this. I know we're talking about the same one. We are talking about the same one. We need to get him on the show. I'm not going to tell you guys who it is. If no. you Google my name, you can find out. But <laughs> it's very easy to find. Brianna Tyson just but... said, Google me, bitches. It's what she just said. In 
a roundabout <laughs> in a way. In a roundabout way. Google me, bitches. No, Google but me. I, this is, see, I just, I want the tea so bad. I want this to come out and it just be like Brianna Tyson interviews ex-boyfriend blank blank. You know? Oh, man. This is going to be great. It's, I can it's already all tell. I've, all I've ever wanted. I can already tell this is going, this season is going to be one hell of a season. Oh, you have no idea. You you don't know <laughs> what you just did bringing me on this show, Marcus. You don't even know. This is going to be amazing. But this has been great. Yeah, I think that this is going to be really fun, and I'm excited to uh, be a part of this, dude. All right, well, this has been a great one. All right, you guys have a good one. See you guys.